0: Good evening. evening. Welcome to this, the first of our midweek Advent services for Advent 2022. And our focus will be on the hymn, O Come, O Come Emmanuel, which is our office hymn for tonight and in the following Wednesdays. And there are the great O antiphons, if you look in your hymnal, they're uh, on the right hand side as you flip to that particular hymn. And those will also be the focus of our scripture passages and also our sermons in the coming weeks. Uh, You'll notice that in the interest of focusing in on the structure of the service, which is kind of a pensive, prayerful service, there will be no opening hymn for these midweek services. Instead, we'll begin directly with the procession of light. And so in just a moment, I'll ask you to please stand for that procession. God's blessings on your worship. The first reading is from the prophet Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter. Behold, O Lord, have mercy on us. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, dear saints in Christ, this year's midweek Advent services, as I said earlier, are based upon our office hymn, O Come O Come Emmanuel. And as part of that focus, we're going to be meditating on the great O antiphons that are found there alongside the hymn on the right side of the page. Now, historically, the great O antiphons preceded and followed the Magnificat in the daily office of Vespers. They were sung or chanted seven days before the eve of the Nativity of our Lord or Christmas Eve. That would be then December 17th through the 23rd. Each antiphon begins with the word O followed by a form of address to Christ and have been used in the church since the 700s. In the coming weeks, we will study the biblical basis of these antiphons and what they teach us about Christ, who is Emmanuel, God with us. This evening, we focus on the first of these biblical and historic antiphons. O wisdom proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading and permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things, come and teach us the way of prudence. In the second stanza of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, Christ is addressed with the title, wisdom! In the book of Proverbs, wisdom is more than just an attribute of God. It is the title used in Proverbs 8, verse 12, and verses 22 to 31 to identify God the Son as distinct from God the Father as they together created the world. In those verses from Proverbs, wisdom is said to have existed before anything created and to have been the agent of creation, like a master workman. From Proverbs 830. This is similar to St. John's description of the Word's involvement in every aspect of creation as we hear from John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. This kind of Christological or Christ-centered reading of wisdom in the book of Proverbs is likely the basis for St. Paul's explicitly identifying Christ Jesus as the wisdom of God as we heard in our reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. The Antiphon's description of God the Son as wisdom, proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading and permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things, it echoes the language about wisdom that is also found in the Apocrypha. Now, if you're not as familiar with that, those are the books that are not included in the Bible, but are nonetheless useful and edifying for historical purposes, and even for teaching, now listen carefully, when those particular verses agree with Holy Scripture. However, it must be stated clearly that the books of the Apocrypha cannot, on the whole, be rightly considered as Holy Scripture. And so, with that little preface out of the way, you could see, if you desired, Sirach, Twenty-four, verse 3, and Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 7, 7, 24, and 8, 1, if you want to see these references to Christ, the divine wisdom. Stanza 2 of the hymn itself captures some of the meaning behind the O Wisdom Antiphon. It testifies to the Son of God's role in creation, who orderest all things mightily, but its petition, that is, the thing asked for, it reflects the language of Proverbs. To us, the path of knowledge show and teach us in her ways to go, that from Proverbs chapter 8 and 9. As Christ's church, we pray to Jesus as wisdom, who created all things, who shows and teaches us that path of knowledge, that that is trust in him. It is he who who gives our weary souls rest, as he promises in Matthew 11, and who is himself the way to the Father, as he testifies in John 14, 6. Now, to the unbelieving world around us, all of this talk of Christ as the wisdom of God, it makes no sense. In fact, the unbelieving world thinks faith in Christ is the very height of foolishness. As St. Paul says, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Folks, we live in a time when large swaths of the population believe it is wise to call men women, and to call women men. We live in a time when a human being's life and existence in the womb is denied so that they can be conveniently murdered under the guise of health care. This, too, is considered wise, according to the world. The debaters of this age claim that this world originated from a cosmic accident billions of years ago, and therefore nothing has any objective value. All things are relative, including truth.
1: And all these things,
0: those who claim to be wise are revealed to be fools. Creation itself reveals that God exists. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, as St. Paul writes in Romans 1. Therefore, it says in both the Psalms and Romans, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Christians, however, know the truth. We have been given wisdom from the word of God. Christ Jesus, who is wisdom from on high, has claimed us as his own in the waters of holy baptism. We are those who have been called to faith in Emmanuel, God with us. When we were lost in our sinful foolishness and unbelief, Christ Jesus came to this dark and disordered world to set things right. He who orderest all things mightily took on the lowly form of a servant to fulfill his own eternal law and die in the place of sinners. In so doing, he purchased and won us back from sin, death, and the power of the devil with his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. The Most High revealed his wisdom in the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, his Son, his only begotten one, his beloved one, he who is both wisdom wisdom. And Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, the prophecy spoken by Jeremiah came to pass. Jesus is the righteous branch of David's line who reigns as king of kings and lord of lords. Jesus is the king who deals wisely and executes justice and righteousness in the land. By his word of law and gospel, sinners are called to repentance and brought into his kingdom of grace. The Holy Spirit turns sinful hearts back to their creator and redeemer in repentance And in true faith. Proverbs 9.10 says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One. Is insight. In this wisdom. We rejoice. The Holy Spirit has called you to faith in Christ. The wisdom of God and power of God. Through faith in Christ. You receive all the gifts that he won for you. In his death and resurrection. The forgiveness of your sins. Eternal life and salvation. And in his holy word. Jesus teaches you the way of prudence, the way of faith. As St. Paul wrote to Timothy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Therefore, as the world continues to spiral into darkness, falsely believing that the lies of the devil are the pinnacle of wisdom, we rest in Christ, the wisdom of God and the power of God. We continue to walk the well-traveled path of the saints who have faithfully gone before us. We walk in the path of Advent. Gathered by the Holy Spirit, we confess our sins and we rejoice in Christ's absolution. We pray for greater faith, knowledge, and discernment as we gladly hear and learn God's word, which is wisdom. We wait. And we pray. And we know that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. Our Savior and Lord continues to come to you, his church, just as he promised he would. He comes to you in his word and sacraments, fulfilling his promise to never leave you and never forsake you. And so we continue to watch and pray and trust, knowing that this God who is wisdom, this God who has died and risen for us, will return. And we know this because he has said so. So we continue to wait and we pray, O come. You see, Christ Jesus is always with us, and so we pray in confidence. And so we will then, in closing, join in that prayer as we read together the first O Antiphon appointed for December 17th. And then following that, we'll join our voices together in a cappella, and we'll pray and sing stanza two of our office hymn once again. So let us join together. If you flip to LSB 357, and you see there the... O Antiphon, appointed for December 17th, we read together and we pray. O wisdom, proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading and permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things, come and teach us the way of prudence. O come thou wisdom from. understanding, watch and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, the wisdom of the Most High. Amen. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins, and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. (laughs) Amen. Not many announcements as we continue on through the week. Just that you go in God's peace knowing that the wisdom from on high has blessed you with all things. As he has given you his forgiveness, life, and salvation. Through the shedding of his blood, the giving of his life. It's rising on the third day. Ascension to the right hand of the Father. And he will come again to take you to be with him in glory. God's peace be with you. I'll greet you at the door.